Hey y'all, it's A Few Minutes with the Pew Podcast. I'm Lily. And I'm Maddie. And we have a passion to see people make Jesus number one in their everyday lives. We want to get serious about being serious for Jesus. Will you join us? Alrighty, y'all, we are back for another podcast episode. We actually missed last week, if y'all noticed. It was a little bit of a crazy past yeah. couple of weeks, honestly, for Maddie and I. We got sick, and then we pretty much lost our voices. And Not pretty much. We like, did. We sounded <laughs> so bad. It was really bad. And even now, like, we still have a little bit of that, like, you're just regaining the strength yeah. in your voice and stuff. So, I apologize if there any parts of this episode that are a little iffy. Um, Hopefully, we can make it through this. But yeah, we got sick. We kind of lost our voices. And when it came... You definitely would not have wanted to listen to a podcast episode last week. awful. It was absolutely terrible. We sat down and talked about recording on like, what was it, Saturday or Sunday evening. Yeah. And Maddie are both like, we're not going to make it through this. This is not (laughs) happening. So, what we did instead was we edited one of our vlogs that we had from Labor Day, actually, and we went on a camping trip, family camping trip, as we always do, and we decided to vlog it for y'all. This has been a long time coming, guys. A long time coming. We actually took a break from the vlog for a while because of this and the podcast and stuff, and just because we wanted to focus more on podcasting, we really enjoy sitting down in, like, deep diving into biblical topics and just Mm -hmm. the things that are going on in our world, real life events, all that good stuff. And so, vlogging and editing, which takes a crazy amount of time. And also, we live out in the country. So, uploading literally took like six and a half hours, guys, for that vlog. So, you're lucky it's up because I thought (laughs) once we got to the end of the upload that it would say, oh my goodness, the video's gone or whatever, you know, and it uploaded. So, be sure to watch that. We have a link in the description of every episode for our Rumble channel. You can subscribe. You'll get notified and all that good stuff, just like you can subscribe here on the podcast as well. So, I think that's all the announcements. Sorry, I went a little long on that. My always like, hurry up on the announcements (laughs) so we have more time for the episode. Okay, Maddie has a great idea for today's episode, and I'm all about it because we have a great verse. I think we've actually used this verse before, but... Yeah, I think we have. Man, it is very convicting. It's a really, really good verse. Maddie and I just love it, and so I want you to intro us into this episode a little bit with what we're going to be talking about. Okay, today Lily and I were texting back and forth, <laughs> and Lily's like, we need to think up a good podcast topic, and mm-hmm. we like needed to get on recording. It's been a super busy week this week, so we're recording kind of late. Yeah. And so I was just thinking, and I was like, we just need a good quote, like just one good quote. That's usually how we roll. We have a good quote that we find, and then the one rest good of idea. the- Yeah, just one. Yeah. And then the rest of the episode just kind of flows out of that, and mm-hmm. so- Y'all know me. I love Pinterest. So, obviously, <laughs> I turn to Pinterest and I go to my quotable quotes Pinterest oh, board no. and I scrolled back, like <laughs> way back, almost to the beginning of the board. And I use Pinterest a lot, so my board was quite large. Anyway, so I came across this quote that I had saved a really long time ago, but it was one that when I read it, I was like, oh, my goodness. Like, it was one of those that was just like, you know, you don't even question saving that to your quote board. And so, I sent it to Lily and we were just like, 
This is perfect. This, this is, is totally what we're supposed to talk about. It's something that we've talked about before, but this quote just perfectly sums up the whole thing. <laughs> so, I sent her this quote and it says, you can't build the kingdom when you still crave attention from the village. Mm -hmm. Wow. Just let that sink (laughs) in for a minute. I know it's like a simple quote, but it's just so profound in terms of like human nature and just our habits Mm -hmm. as humans. Because if you just think about how many times we say, you know, we're going to go after the big stuff, we're going to try and build the kingdom and all this stuff, but we often are held back by that craving of attention from the village, from Mm -hmm. that small group of people where you want affirmation and you want leadership positions and different things like that, but we pursue all the wrong people to glorify, if Mm -hmm. that makes sense. Like, instead of focusing on glorifying God and building his kingdom, which is going to be so much more important and so much more fulfilling, filling, we as humans in our perverse logic think that the village is going to give us so much more fulfillment and so much more affirmation than we would get from God and from building his kingdom. And then we focus on all these worldly institutions and all these worldly tasks and we get so caught up in them that we forget about the kingdom Mm -hmm. and we're just so focused on the village that we forget how much more the Lord could do through our lives. And so Lily and I have talked about this a lot on the podcast, on the blog, but I think that this is just such an important topic to keep bringing up is that when you still crave attention from the village, you're never going to get all the fulfillment that you could from building the kingdom. And I think that this is something that Christians really, really, really need to remember and something that we really, really need to be focusing on, especially right now. I feel like this is a big thing in the church is that we are constantly craving attention from the world Mm -hmm. and from the little things that we could accomplish instead of doing the big things really, really well and focusing on building the kingdom instead of building our own little village. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I love how you said that because I think that the world has tricked, at least I see this in my own life, so I guess I'm speaking from a personal standpoint here. In my own life, I feel like the world has constantly made me think, like it's enforced in our minds that somehow the worldly things in front of us and the worldly people that are speaking into us are the big things. Mm -hmm. And that that is ultimately what matters. Like they define the world as the big thing, right? Live Mm -hmm. for the world. Do you follow your heart? I mean, all the things that we've talked about before and that that's the big thing. If you can somehow achieve that next job promotion, if you can get um, a 4.0 GPA and you can graduate with this and you can do this and you can get into this college and all the different things that we've mentioned before, then you really get it. Like mm-hmm. you've, you've somehow come to this place in life where you're just killing it, right? Yeah. And that that's the big thing that you should be after. And in reality, that's really a very little thing. It's a temporary thing. And I think that we just lose sight of that so quickly in our world because of what they're telling us. And a lot of the time, our ears are directed towards the world instead of listening to the Lord Mm -hmm. in the secret place where we should be truly living in the Lord's presence and being with him and asking him what he has for us instead. Um, And because we do most of our 
lives and spend most of our time in the world. And obviously, you can't do much about that. Like, we have work, we have school, we have yeah. different things to do. We're living in the world. But I guess my question is, for all of us today, are we operating in the world? Yeah. Are we operating in the world or are we operating from being in the presence of the Lord and truly focusing on what he has for us. Because that's the big thing. That is the big thing that we should be focused on. But when you're constantly living in the world and you're listening to what they have to tell you about what's important, what your priority list should look like, and all that stuff, you're going to have a messed up life. I'm just Mm -hmm. telling y'all now, you cannot live a fulfilling life. You won't be satisfied if all you are doing is listening to the world because they're telling you that living for you is the best. Yeah. It's the best thing that you could do. And it's not. That's not the big thing. Living for the Lord is. And so I know we want to talk a little bit more about this whole village kingdom thing because it's something that I believe all of us struggle with. Um, you want that attention. You want, mm-hmm. you crave that because you think that if you're being commended for the things that you're doing and involved in, I know for a lot of teens, that's a huge deal. Like we really want to be commended on the things that we're doing. We want to be told that we're doing a great job. We want to be told that, man, you're just really killing it. Like we all do, but especially as teenagers, Mm -hmm. when you're in high school and even as a young person, you just get so wrapped up in, okay, what are my parents glorifying? me for, right? Mm -hmm. What are they praising? And I'm just telling you now, a lot of the teenagers that we've worked with, their parents are praising the worldly things. They are saying, man, you're doing such a great job at this sport. I'm not saying that that's bad. Like, I do believe that parents should encourage their kids in the things that they're doing, but the problem is that they prioritize the worldly things and then they praise. Yeah, Yeah. that's a better word. And then they praise their kids for Mm -hmm. it. And so what do the kids end up doing? They run after all the worldly things, and they think that that is ultimately what matters. And so this is why we beat up. Y'all are probably like, girls, this is the same thing you talk about all the time. (laughs) I know. But it's so important because it affects everything that you do in life. And every single choice, every single decision, everything you say, do, think, I mean, it affects it all. And if we're not focused on the Lord in those things and we're not willing to sacrifice, that's another huge thing that I've noticed in our world today and especially young people, they're not willing to sacrifice for the Lord, but they will sacrifice absolutely everything for the world. Mm -hmm. And they will sacrifice everything if it means that their parents will praise them, if it means that other people will tell them that they're doing a great job, because we do need that. As humans, we need to be needed, as I've said many, many times before, and that's just a natural part of us. The reason that we want that affirmation, the reason that we're looking for that attention is because our hearts are yearning to hear that from the Lord. Mm-hmm. We are ultimately wanting to hear, well done, good and faithful servant. Yeah. That is like the point of living. That is what we ultimately were made for. And when we skew that, which we've done in so many areas of our lives, and we look for it in the world, we're not going to be satisfied. Mm -hmm. We're going to remain unfulfilled and all that other stuff. Yeah. Well, I like what you said about the sacrifice thing that we're willing to sacrifice almost everything for the Mm -hmm. village, for the world. Yeah. And 
we're willing to sacrifice very, very little for the Lord. But I look at it as if we're not willing to make big sacrifices for the things that matter, then we're going to have to live with small victories Mm -hmm. because you don't gain big victories from small sacrifices and from sacrificing for things that don't matter. Like when you're about to sacrifice for something, I encourage you to sit down and pray about it and say like, is this something that I could reap an actual victory for the kingdom for? Mm -hmm. Like, is this something that's actually going to glorify Jesus through me? And is this something that I am willing to give everything for, you Mm -hmm. know? And I think that that's something that Lily and I have really had to shift our thinking a lot when Mm -hmm. it comes to this because you know, we've craved attention from the village. As we were talking about this, we were kind of brought back to when we got censored on Facebook. and Lovely time in our lives. (laughs) And when we chose to leave Facebook. And that was a really tough decision for us because, you know, we had a lot of the adults Mm -hmm. who know us and who are invested in our ministry on Facebook where they aren't on Parlor or on Instagram or that kind of thing, you know. And so, that was a big deal for us to let Facebook go because that was our biggest platform at Mm -hmm. the time. And so, I think that that was a time in our ministry and in our lives where we had to say, okay, do we still crave attention from the village or do we want to build the kingdom? That's what this comes down to. That is the ultimate question. Mm -hmm. And so, during that time, you know, it was a long time while we wrestled with that and while we just thought about that and put up with the censorship for a while and we kept posting and we kept trying to overcome that and stuff. And then we just kind of felt like, you know, the Lord was telling us to just let go of it. And so we did and we did it reluctantly, <laughs> and but we let go. And that was when we really started to see the most growth in yeah. our ministry, I think. That was when Parlor started taking off, when Instagram started taking off. And when we were just focused on, okay, we may be losing our biggest platform right now, but as long as we're still focusing on our Bible study groups and on the people who are close to us, who mm-hmm. we know that we're making an impact on them and they're making an impact on the kingdom and on other people. And I think that then we just realized like, it's not about the village. It's not about the followers. It's not about the people who just like your posts on Facebook. It's Mm -hmm. about glorifying the Lord and building his kingdom, not your own. Mm -hmm. And so, I think that that was a sacrifice that we were willing to make and that we prayed about and we were able to see big victories come out of that with the Mm -hmm. blog and with Instagram and Parlor. And it wasn't just about our ministry growing, you Mm -hmm. know, like that's never been our thing. We haven't been about growth necessarily. Like our name is literally the (laughs) The few, few. (laughs) like we only have, we have a very small community. And I think that that's what the Lord called us to remain true to. Mm. It was like, are you still okay with having that small community? Do you still believe that there are only a few who are really going to be invested in your ministry? Because Mm -hmm. sure, you have a lot of Facebook followers, but are they really invested in building his kingdom and not just building our ministry? Because they may even have the right heart and they want to build our ministry. They Mm want to help us. And we like love the people who want to do that and we appreciate them so much. And I truly believe that that's something that the Lord calls believers to do is for all of us to invest in other people. Mm -hmm. But I think that it really came down to us just asking like, do we still crave attention from the village or are we still okay with having that small community? Are we still okay with focusing on our Bible study group and not just on the social media aspect of everything? Mm -hmm. Yeah, for sure. And I think that one of the things that we really had to learn during that time was that 
big victories, like Maddie was just saying, it's about the things that matter. Mm -hmm. It's about the things that the Lord has for you, not what you want for you. One of the things that Maddie and I really had to realize, and you have to get to this point in your relationship with Jesus where you can say, it's not, I will follow Jesus if I get. Yeah. It's, I will follow Jesus even if. You know, I think one of the things that I really had to work through is Jesus is not something that we add to our lives. Yeah. He's not something that we just say, okay, well, I want to claim that I'm a Christian now and I'll go to church on Sunday and, you know, I'll do the deal. Okay. I'll do the religion. I'll do the, all the right things. I'll say the right things that I'm supposed to say. But outside of that, he really isn't my life. Like, I think we haven't gotten to the point, so many American Christians haven't realized that Christ is supposed to change your life. Like, we've gotten away from that. We have really strayed from that concept that he affects our everyday lives. He is our everyday life. And we don't just get to add him and put him where we want him in our lives. Like, we don't just get to say, okay, Lord, you can have this part of my heart, but the rest belongs to the world. Mm -hmm. Like, God is an all or nothing God. We've really messed that up in the American church, I believe. Because we're we're telling people that, hey, during the week, if you want to seek the attention of the village and you want to go out and sign up for all this stuff and you want to do all the worldly things and you want to live in the world and please the world and all that stuff with the village, then go ahead and do that. Mm-hmm. And then on Sunday for an hour, you can come back to the kingdom mindset, right? Yeah. You can come back to, oh, hey, yeah, I probably should have prayed for that person. And then you forget about it again this week, right? No, yeah. it's not something... And I don't mean to be harsh when I say this, but Jesus is not something that you should forget about, right? I mean, because if he's changed your life, then every single day, your choices, your decisions, how you talk to people, like praying for people. I know this might sound crazy for some listening to this podcast episode, but like seriously, I don't have to remind myself to pray for people. And I'm not saying that out of a prideful heart. I'm saying we had Jesus, to work on that yes, for a exactly. long time. Like you did have to remind yourself Absolutely. for a while because we were functioning in that Worldly American lifestyle. culture of mm-hmm. Christianity as Christianity is just a means to an end. Right. I think that's how a lot of people view it right now. And yeah. I didn't mean to interrupt you, but this no. just came to me. No. Like we look at it as a means to an end of I don't want to go to hell, mm-hmm. so I'll go to church on Sundays, sometimes when I'm free. Yeah. And that'll just, just slip me past that bottom mm-hmm. line where, like, if you don't go to church right. once a month or whatever, then you're going to hell. Right. Like, that's how we look at it in America today. And not everyone, not mm-hmm. everyone, but that is kind of, I think, what we've seen before mm-hmm. is that it's just a means to an end now. It's not something that we are invested in that we're truly committed to. Yeah. Well, we don't expect people to actually live like Jesus, do we? Like, we don't actually mm-hmm. expect for those who claim to be Christians to actually look like Jesus. And I think that that's where we went wrong because we we expect so little of people and it's not our own standard. It's it's not that we ex- have certain ex- expectations that we have set for how someone's supposed to live or the right things yeah. they're supposed to do or say or whatever. No, this is the Lord <laughs> in his word saying, 
I'm supposed to be your life. Mm -hmm. Like, I died for you, and you're supposed to live for me. And so, this is how this works, right? Anyway, I just went off on, like, a really big tangent there. But (laughs) we want to go to this verse that I said in the beginning that we'd get to. I love this verse. I'm reminded of it so very often. It's so convicting to me. And it comes from Haggai chapter 1. I'm going to start at verse 5, and I'm going to read through verse 9. It says, Now the Lord of armies says this, Think carefully about your ways. You have planted much, but harvested little. You eat, but never have enough to be satisfied. You drink, but never have enough to be happy. You put on clothes, but never have enough to get warm. The wage earner puts his wages into a bag with a hole in it. The Lord of armies says this, Think carefully about your ways. Go up into the hills, bring down lumber, and build the house, and I will be pleased with it and be glorified, says the Lord. You expected much, but then it amounted to little. When you brought the harvest to your house, I ruined it. Why? This is the declaration of the Lord of armies, because my house still lies in ruins while each of you is busy with his own house. Mm -hmm. Man, that verse is so, so good. I love that last line in a very convicting way. Yeah. Because my house still lies in ruins while each of you is busy with his own house. Mm -hmm. And isn't that what we're all doing? Yeah. Like we're all so busy building our own lives up, building our own kingdoms, truly. We're trying to build our own kingdoms for the sake of the villages that we're living for and living for the approval of, honestly. And we forget that there is a much bigger kingdom, a much bigger process, <laughs> a much bigger goal that we should be living for mm-hmm. than the, than just living for ourselves. That's not where it's at, guys. And if you're feeling this week, if you're feeling overwhelmed, if you're feeling like you have so much anxiety and you're just worried about all these different things in life and you're stressed about this and life just stinks and you're weighed down by it, and could it possibly be that we're doing that to ourselves? Could it possibly Mm -hmm. be that we've gotten to this point in our culture where it's become all about us and that is exactly the problem? Yeah. We've made it all about us and we're the problem. We are the, we're creating our own problems. We are weighing ourselves down. We're overwhelming ourselves because we're so focused on us and not enough about the kingdom that's at hand. Mm Mm-hmm. Like, eternity is what's going to matter. And I know that a lot of people, Maddie and I have been made fun of in joking ways and different things by different people that think, man, you guys just really, you prepare too much for eternity, right? You prepare too much for the end of days. You prepare too much for heaven and, you know, all that good stuff. Like, yeah, I mean, I know we're supposed to live for that, but you guys prepare too much. Well, I think that people prepare too much for the last 10 years of their lives. Mm -hmm. I think people prepare too much for, you know, what's going to make them happy here? What is going to make them feel the most fulfilled? What's Mm going to make them just really have the most fun, right? We've talked about that before. How can I have the most fun in life? And we spend all this time and effort and energy focusing on the last, you know, 10 years of our lives and what it's going to be like rather than preparing for the first 10 billion years in eternity because that's what matters. Mm -hmm. And we've lost sight of that. And so I just want to encourage you guys with this verse. The Lord is saying to us, like, my house still lies in ruins because you're so focused on your own. What if we got to the point in our relationship with Christ where we could honestly say, Lord, I don't want to build my house anymore. Tear my house down. 
right? Like just tear my house down, bring me back to the foundation that you have for me. What if we got back to that? Mm -hmm. Because I truly believe that it would change how we live. It would change the people around us. It would change every single thing. And I truly believe that we would be living how we were made to live because that's what scripture tells us. Seek first the kingdom of God. And we can't do that if we're building our own house. Yeah. Well, going back to what you said about preparing for eternity and taking it really seriously and stuff, I'm always reminded when we talk about that, uh, which I know you're probably thinking of the second thing. <laughs> Leonard Ravenhill had a quote, yeah. and I'm not going to say it exactly, but he said something about like, some pastors come up to me mm-hmm. and say, you know, Pastor Ravenhill, you just, you take eternity really seriously and you really, really beat that <laughs> around and stuff. And then he said, well, do you really think that when I get to heaven, the Lord's going to say, Leonard, really? You took me way too seriously. And I love that quote yeah, because so I good. think that that is just very, very convicting, honestly, mm. because you can never take the Lord too seriously, like seriously. What I mean, think of and, our, our motto, not just because it's us, but getting serious about being serious for Jesus. Mm-hmm. Like that's what it's all about. Yeah. Sorry. Well, and that was born out of so many people say that they want to get serious about Jesus. Yeah. Let's get serious about that want to get serious about Jesus, <laughs> you know? Right. And so I think that that's kind of the moral of this story, as I like to say, that you can never take eternity too seriously and you Mm -hmm. can never take building the kingdom too seriously. Yeah. So I would encourage you to examine your life and look and say, am I still craving attention from the village? Because if you are, I'm telling you, if you turn that around and you say, nope, I want to crave building the kingdom and I want to crave Jesus and Mm -hmm. only him and I want to take eternity seriously, you are going to feel so much more fulfilled and so much more peaceful and so much more joyful because that's what you're pursuing and that's what's truly meant to fulfill Mm -hmm. us. Like that's what we were created to do was glorify the Lord and we weren't created to do anything else. That Mm -hmm. was it. So there you go. That's our little tidbit for this week. We hope you enjoyed this episode, but that was just something that Lily and I really wanted to talk about and just discuss Mm -hmm. and just kind of bring up that quote. And it's definitely convicting for us every time we read that verse. And every time I read that quote, I'm always just very convicted because it's a constant thing, you know, Mm -hmm. take up your cross daily and follow him. Like that's a constant thing that you start again every day. And so this is a another thing like you need to ask yourself every single day am I going to crave attention from the village today or am I going to focus on building God's kingdom Mm -hmm. we are going to end this episode in prayer so please pray with us dear Lord we just thank you for this day and for this episode and I thank you that you just gave us the opportunity to talk about this topic today and to just really convict ourselves and hopefully convict those listening I pray that you would just help each and every one of us to really examine our lives this week and that we would just really look at the things that we're doing and look at our mindsets and just say are we still focused on the village or are we focused on the kingdom and if we are still focused on the village that you would just come and shape and mold our hearts that we would just truly desire to build your kingdom, not just feel this need to necessarily, that we wouldn't feel forced to build your kingdom, but that we would just have such a desire to uh, build your kingdom and to have more people experience you and your spirit. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. I love what Maddie just said in her prayer, that we would desire that. I think that's the whole point and what we want to say. I know we say this over and over again, so 
I just want you to really grasp that today, you know, because I always need that reminder. Mm -hmm. I need that reminder that it's not a I have to, it's I want to. And I think that's where it's at. When you can get to that place where, man, Jesus is just all you want to live for and he's what you're thinking about and what you're just all about in every single area of your life. It just becomes so much more awesome in, mm-hmm. in a lot of different ways. And so just desire that this week. If you haven't desired that before, ask the Lord to help you with that. Ask the yeah. Lord to give you that desire because sometimes it's hard to stay motivated. It's hard to stay encouraged. But if you desire to see his word be preached and the gospel be shared with others, he'll give you that desire and it will like people will just start coming to you, asking you to pray for them and different things like that. And you can put yourself out there in those ways and truly do ministry um, right where you're at. And he will bring the people to you that need to hear it. So Mm -hmm. trust him for that. I know that it's happened so many times for Maddie and I, and uh, it's an amazing experience. So we're going to wrap this up. Thank you guys so much for listening. If you could be sure to download, if you have missed the last couple of episodes, we've had some awesome episodes recently. Uh, Dad was on a couple weeks ago. That was a great conversation about um, just how we've lost the fear of God in our culture. Um, We had a great conversation about debt and college and like just some honest thoughts about all of those, Mm -hmm. all of those things. So if you're you're a younger person, um, anybody can listen to that episode, a lot of practical wisdom. But if you're a younger person, uh, specifically, I would go tell you to listen to that episode. It is very, very good. A lot of practical wisdom in that. So thank you guys so much for listening to this episode. Be sure to download, subscribe, and we will talk to y'all next Monday. Bye, guys. (laughs) 